You are listening to The Mark Milton Show with a smash. Hosted by former Department of Justice Tax Division Attorney Mark Milton, the STL tax lawyer. Here's Mark Milton. I should have been a cowboy. I should have learned to rope and ride. Yeehaw, Smash. My man. The gang is back. The Mark Milton Show with the Smash. Broadcasting from the Miller Furniture Studios. Presented by STLTaxLawyer.com. Miller Furniture, remember, with three great locations in Belleville, Lake St. Louis, and Ellisville, 1.2 miles east of Clarkson Road. They furnish the St. Louis Cardinals broadcast booth. Uh, oh, yeah, that's Mark Miller. right. That's right. Mark Miller threw out the first pitch. Uh, yeah, he's night. doing a lot of commercials on yeah, there, threw, too. Yeah, threw a strike right down the middle. He's a great pitcher uh, in his own right. His yeah. grandfather uh, pitched for the Detroit Tigers. Was that what it was? Uh, yeah, Detroit because Tigers. Because he was, he was clean, man. It was a really good throw. Well, I he's, saw yeah, he still he still plays some uh, called See, hardwood hardwood baseball. Yeah. Um, yeah, his grandfather has the record, 19.2 innings pitched really? in a Major League Baseball game. Oh, yeah, that's right. Miller. I'd yeah. forgotten. Hell of a record. Smash, how you been? It's been a I, while. I came, we took a little summer break. We did. I wasn't sure you were ever going to come back. Well, at the end of the summer break, I wind up with the COVID. The Rona is yeah, back. I got the Rona back, man. Now, which strand is this? Uh, they didn't tell me. <laughs> However, I went into the hospital on day one. So you um, got it. And yeah. you you just bolt to the hospital. You're yeah, like, I'm, I knew I'm, it was. I knew <laughs> I it was Corona. Mess, I ain't messing around. I'm yeah. bolting to the hospital. Uh, when I did it the first time, man, that was like a heavy hit. Yeah. I'm thinking, oh, boy, I better get in. So I go in. They keep me in all day. About 10 p.m., they say, uh, do you want to stay in the hospital? Or do you want to go back home? I say, well, if I got this Corona, I want to, you know, stay in the hospital. You guys are going to put a needle in each arm and then. Give me that Trump juice uh, to save me, right? Tr- you asked for the Trump juice? Yeah, I did. And the guy said, no, we don't do that anymore. We we got it pretty well down. All you have to do is take the pills now. What kind of pills? Paxlovid, he said. Just take them one, two, three, five, six, and you will be fine at the end of this deal. So I took six days, and uh, and I don't know if you jump on my voice, but I think I've lost my voice out of this whole deal. Uh, you, never had a real, you never really had a good voice. Oh, really? <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm or kidding. Really. Obviously. 45 years on the radio. Obviously. obviously. <laughs> so six days in the hospital, that doesn't seem like... Two and a half weeks quarantine. They told me to stay. Why? What's that about? Well, because I was... What is it called? Transition. Cont- contagious? I thought it was five days of quarantine. Nobody knows. It was 10 days. So and you quarantined for 10 days with Lady Chop Chop? Uh, no. Okay. No, I quarantined in the, <laughs> the basement, Uncle Todd's basement. <laughs> oh, and I did. did. Uncle Todd bring you, bring you some snacks and well, they did. Gatorade. They yes. did. They yes. stayed on the other side of the room, and brought food down to the table, and then ran upstairs like something was going to chase them. Or See, something. you had a cold basically, but you were you were forced to call it coronavirus. The coronavirus, yeah. but I mean, had we not known about a coronavirus, you would have just been. Really sick. You know, I think that's what it is. Had we not known that, yeah. Yeah, you would have not felt uh, well for several days. Then you got the president on 60 Minutes here this last Sunday. He says, oh, don't worry about nothing. The pandemic's over. It's over. Yeah, that was amazing. Well, people are mad at him for that, man. They're mad at him about a lot of things. That interview was was something, man, to watch that. I I mean, it's just cringeworthy. And Scott Pelley, I mean, used to be a respectable newsman yep. back in the day, and he just sits there and lets the guy get away with it. Well, you have to. He's a president, man. 
No, they no, didn't no, let no, Trump. No, they no, didn't no, let no. Trump. They That's don't true. let Trump get away with it. No. That's true. That's true. The pandemic's over. Really? Then, then lift all the emergency orders. Lift all yeah, right. these. I mean, it's just that's what's so funny because it's yeah. so political. Even now, it's over because the Democrats know that they're going to get their ass kicked in November if they still try to insist that everyone needs to, yeah. you know, wear masks and do all these other right. things. So he's not wearing a mask and. Walking around like yeah. you know, stating proclaiming the pandemic's over. What, yeah. what on what basis? Yeah, on what basis is it over? That cases are now because yeah. I don't think cases. Are, didn't come out and say anything about it. No, and right? you know what? That's what's funny. If if Trump had said something like that, you know, oh brother, the Fauci and others are going to come out and oh, yeah. and refute that and say no, this Berate that's not correct. Everything. Uh, well, I'm glad you're here. I'm, I'm glad. glad you're feeling glad better. You. Uh, it's been it's been way too long. We did one show without you. I didn't. I don't know if I told you I was doing that. I was concerned. You might see that on your own, that the show dropped. But we had an opportunity. Bob Estes, who I played in the uh, senior pro-am with yeah. out at Norwood, um, he was my playing partner, and I invited him to come on the show thinking yeah. you would you would be available and you were not available. So the show must go on, Smash. Definitely, man. We had him. You have to wait on me. Had him on. And I got to say, I didn't like doing it without you because, you know, it really – I feel like we play off each other a lot better, and I just yeah. didn't feel as comfortable. It's a great show here, man. I didn't and feel as comfortable. The great thing about this show is because of your age and my age, we can touch on not only the present and the future, but the past because I am of that era. Absolutely. And I totally don't give a rat's ass anymore, so I'll go ahead and speak up. Well, And, you know, like Biden also, just watching him in that interview, just how old he oh, was yeah, and I tired. I thought I was old and tired. <laughs> he's like 10 years older. this guy. He's like, no offense. I mean, he's like 10 years older than you. Yeah. And, I mean, you just spent six days in the hospital with a cold. So, yeah. I mean, you know. It's, <laughs> it's not a cold. It's COVID. COVID, corona, seasonal, <laughs> sneezing, seasonal flu. But then, and he had COVID like four or five. I mean, four, it seemed like he had like four straight bouts of COVID, too. Biden did. Well, you don't know because they keep that stuff kind of secret. Yeah, well, and he also, another uh, revelation was that he's not for sure going to run. That's the first time he said that. Yeah. He's always maintained that he's running yeah. in 2024. There's no chance in hell he's the Democratic nominee in The only way he might run is if by some quirk of fate, Democrats did some major damage in the midterms coming up. No, I, it doesn't matter. No, I don't think so. Because, and you know it's, who's kind of who's been uh, rearing her head up lately is old Hillary. I feel like Hillary's. I, didn't thinks, I tell you? I think she thinks, "Hey, yep. I'm gonna be kind of right the the you know worst Let best me tell you option." It's gonna be it's gonna be Hillary Newsom, Clinton Newsom, Gavin Newsom to be the vice president when she's done being the president. That's an interesting thought, Smash. I mean, they certainly could raise. I'm a plot master. They they could raise a ton of money. Yep. Um, and uh, yeah, you might be right there. That might be. I mean, I don't even think about it. I'm right. And a rematch with Trump, potentially. I, I mean, Woo. people. I think people would just give up on America at that point if that's if that's the. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Because I feel like enough people said that in 20. I was listening to an interview the other day with Jesse Ventura, uh -huh. and he was talking about in 16. Yeah. Just how embarrassed he was that those were our two candidates. And um, if that were to happen again in 2024, I would I would be shocked because I don't think. I think Ron DeSantis is going to be the Republican nominee. That's my belief. Do you not see Trump DeSantis, president, vice president? Because um, Trump's only going to have four years. Right. At the end, somebody's got to jump. So why not bring in the next logical guy? So you got a guy who's worked four years as vice president, been a governor for how many years? 
vice president and then jumps in as president, at least running for president when Trump's But here, Here's why I don't think that will happen, because Ron DeSantis is still so young. He's yeah. only like 43 years old. And how many times have you seen a, a losing vice presidential candidate go on to do anything? Oh, that's a good point. Never. That's a good point. I mean, I can't yeah. think of any, you know, you look back uh, over the years. Um, I mean, Pence, pro- I mean, Pence got totally thrown under the bus. I think yep. he plans to run again, but, you know, I think he's going to have a hard time, yep. uh, you know, countering the uh, the MAGA wing of the party if he's going to run again. Uh, who else? Who else is law? Um, the guy that ran with uh, Hillary, uh, oh, Tim Tim Kane, Tim Kane out of Virginia. I mean, you don't hear joke. you don't hear anything about him anymore. Terrible. Um, That's one of the reasons she lost, because that guy was a joke, man. Uh, and even vice presidents who do, do you agree with me? What's that? I'm, I'm, That's I'm why she lost. I mean, he, Pence definitely mopped the floor with Kane in their vice presidential debate, definitely. but I don't think he was the reason she lost. By any one of the reasons, she's the reason. No, but he's one of the reasons. And Trump's because the reason because if Trump- you are going to be my president and you can't pick a better a better vice president than this schmo yeah. who you brought on, who is I mean he came on and just nah, so so, about so, it. so your point. I don't think that uh, DeSantis would take the VP job um, because I don't think he. I mean, because Trump could very well lose a general. I mean, it's not like it's you know that Good would point. be a very tumultuous campaign. Yeah. You're going to have a lot of people. Repu- many Republicans who might at this point not want to vote for him. Yeah. Um, and I just think the country needs to sort of move on and not have another, you know, 18 well, months or two years, of the same, same stuff. And I don't think there's any validity to all, all this, you know, Trump didn't incite a riot. He didn't, he didn't incite an insurrection. I mean, that's insane in my opinion to mm-hmm. say that, but all that stuff will keep coming back. Russia. I mean, all of the, all the things all that DeSantis doesn't have the baggage of, Good but point. DeSantis still has, in my opinion, the uh, gravitas, is that the word, of Trump. Yeah. His ability to smack down the media yeah. was unique to Trump. His ability to, to really lead and, and not worry about what the media says, to, to do what he thinks is right, I think puts him above anyone else at this point. But Hillary's going to come back, and one of the things she's going to run on is that from her, the election was stolen. Well, but again, I just don't think I don't think that would work. But especially if it's Hillary versus DeSantis, I think DeSantis wins in a landslide. Yeah, because he can also he can use all the Trump talking points against her that Trump used without the baggage. So I think it's going to be DeSantis, and I also think DeSantis. When you look back, he's kind of been right all along. I mean, the way Florida handled the pandemic yeah. was, you know, in my opinion, yeah. it was risky on his part. But at the end of the day. He's the one who looks smart for not shutting down the Florida economy. They've got people coming in there in the you know tens of thousands every day, you know, relocating to Florida. And I will say, I'm glad we've had this show smash because I would look back for the last two years and I would say a lot of the things that I said about COVID uh-huh. turned out to be true. Would you Would you agree with that? Now that the pandemic's over, now that President Biden has told us that the pandemic's over. Yeah. Well, I would agree with you because I agree with you. But here's the deal: Who runs? Hold on. <coughs> Uh-oh. Sometimes Uh-oh. the call comes back. Uh-oh. I'm turning my head the other way. All right, turning my head to the left and call. So, uh, who runs with DeSantis? Uh, Nikki Haley. That would be. Wow, I, I was just thinking that the other day. Ticket. I, think it'd be a I was thinking that. Uh, you see where that one uh, girl from The View was saying that Nikki Haley is a fraud, using a phony name, and she's using a name change because 
she don't want to fall back on her ethnicity and all that. Which is, re- and I think that lady herself goes by a nickname. If yeah. I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, Sunny something, some or other. Really, kind of a racist thing to say, but the left can do. They can but do it. Nikki Haley's birth certificate has her name on it. They Nikki can, Haley. they can do or say whatever they want with impunity. That's the reality. <coughs> all right, let's move on. I got a lot cough. It's not COVID though. We're gonna move on. Remnants. From political talk for a second. Um, we never got to ke- uh, catch up on the RV trip, Smash. The great R- Milton R- family RV trip out west. I can only envy your children. They had a great time. Because I know they had a great time. Their dad was driving. You look like a big deal behind the, the wheel of the RV there. The kids had to marvel at the greatness of their dad. <laughs> Almost <laughs> Marvel superhero. I got to say, on the way home, going out there was, uh, I won't say it was easy, but you know, certainly the adrenaline was flowing. We had a lot of stops along the way to kind of break it up. The drive home, I mean, I was pretty close to pulling a Clark Griswold and just running off the road. I mean, I was, I had had, I had had, I had had about enough. Don't make me laugh. The kids were, uh, they were tired. I was tired. Wife was tired. We were, uh, it was a, uh, it was a 10 day, 10 day excursion. We hit a lot of spots. We hit Mount Rushmore. Yeah, we did Crazy Horse. I'll tell you that was oh, cool. Nice, huh? I think Crazy Horse, the big statue and all that, yeah. or on the side of the rock, yeah. or wherever. So crazy they're building horse this unbelievable rendering of Crazy Horse, <laughs> which is right now all they have is his face. Yeah, and they have plans to build like a, a horse underneath. Yeah, right. Arm, hand. I mean, they've already taken like seventy five years to, <laughs> to build his right. face. Right. So realistically, it seems like it could take like three hundred years for this thing to ever be finished. But that was really impressive. And they had a Told really cool one to do the pyramids, man. They had a really cool Native American museum there and just art and all that stuff. So nice. I actually enjoyed Crazy Horse. And also, get this, Mount Rushmore, mask required. Because under Joe Biden, oh, really? yeah, this was in August. They're still requiring you to wear masks inside. Outdoors and mask at Mount well, Rushmore. Well, they said indoors only, but everyone, you know, was wearing masks outside. <laughs> I didn't wear one. I I protested Smash. Good. Risk risk being arrested yeah. by a Pandemic's park, over, man. Federal, federal park been ranger. over for a while. But it was comical because to go into the, I don't know, I didn't want to be, I didn't even go into the museum at the Mount Rushmore because I didn't yeah. want to be hassled about a mask. So yeah. we stayed outside, and I did go into the gift shop without a mask. I felt like, you know. Remember when the, the word was that uh, Trump was going to try to put his face in between some of the presidents there on Mount Rushmore? You could add him. Well, he got a lot of backlash, too, because he did, like, a fireworks uh, fireworks <laughs> display. <laughs> That's right. Um out there and i'll tell you what's crazy i mean there there is a huge uh huge parking garage to go to mount rushmore but there's not really a whole lot to do there yeah so i mean we got out we saw it it was fine and we stayed at a really cool koa resort near mount rushmore they had a mm-hmm. chuck wagon dinner where you got on a, you know, an old school chuck wagon really? horses took you out nice you got a, a cowboy singing they had the singing cowboys a group of old guys problem was we didn't realize this was a, a borderline dry event they they only had like iced tea and water available yeah. for you. Yeah. So some people were smart and they had like coolers with them. And at this point, I mean, and they also like they wouldn't give you the water or the iced tea until dinner. So we had to sit there for like an hour, and it was like ninety five degrees, listening to these guys sing before dinner. Yeah. And I was parched, Smash. Not only was I was I craving some sort of seltzer or uh, alcoholic beverage, but I couldn't even get a water or an iced tea for about yeah. an hour into this thing. Really? Yeah. So that was kind of a. If I had to leave a review, you know what you are, man, complainer. <laughs> I'm, I I try not to be, but in that case, it was more. I I wish someone had given. I mean, I wish I had known 
yeah. that there wouldn't be any beverages until dinner was yeah. served. Um, the dinner was amazing. Refrigerator on the on the uh, RV. Well, we didn't take the RV to the. Oh, you did. Yeah, you got in a stagecoach and you went like. Oh, you did the stagecoach. A couple oh, of miles from way. the okay, RV okay. resort. Yeah, I had no, you know. What no the pioneers place. used to do, man. Yeah, I felt like you I was parched. living on the prairie no, without a pioneer or not. without a well. I mean, I was literally you a pioneer or not, man. Dying, dying of thirst. So that that would, I would if I could do a do over on that, I would make sure we had um, some beverages for us. Um, what else did we do? Oh, we went to Cody, Wyoming. The uh, the rodeo in Cody, Wyoming. Oh, that yeah. was wild. That's like it's like the the AAA of uh, rodeo. I mean, they have a rodeo oh, really? every single night in the summer. Yeah. Um, and it's these guys who are just trying to get noticed, trying to you know trying to make a name for themselves. It's in total insanity. I mean, riding these yeah. bucking broncos and the, the I think the did they show that on Yellowstone. Yeah, the big Cody rodeo. Did they go to it? Probably. Yeah. They, yeah, they probably. That's where all the cowboys went. All the yeah, and then they had like kids. I mean, they had 10, 11, 12 year old kids doing uh they call it barrel racing oh yeah where you run around the barrels right. with the horse and try to try to get a good you ever time. done that no i mean i've ridden horses but yeah. not to that extent i know I, I would i once in a promotion this is the kind of dumbass i was i don't do this stuff no more they said smash why don't you get in the barrel and the horse will go around you well they didn't tell me that the horse brushes the barrel <laughs> so i'm getting brushed by the horse and the other horse, and the other horse. I'm thinking to myself, well, one of these horses is going to knock me down. Never got in a barrel again, man. No, that's that, they did you know, have the, one of the one of the uh, what they call the rodeo clowns yeah. when they had the bulls out there. He kind of got in a barrel and yeah. tried to tried to remember that song. Roll out the barrels, we'll have a barrel of fun. Not true. <laughs> you didn't you didn't enjoy Not it. Not true by me. But that was cool, and that was really funny too because they had a like an entertainer, like an MC of the rodeo. Yeah. I mean, he was. Those guys are sharp, man. He was throwing out Joe, Bi- business. Joe Biden jokes, you oh, know, really? left and right, and he, he he had the right crowd, I think. Yeah. Um, for that, oh, there were a few people behind me here to yeah. be uh, Martha's Vineyard residents who didn't seem to enjoy the the jokes as much as much as we did. So um, I, I ask you, in your travels in the RV with the children, the state you went through, is there a state that you would leave Missouri for because you found it so beautiful? So correct for you. I'll tell you, Montana was amazing. Yeah. So we stayed in Livingston, Montana mm-hmm. for a couple nights. They call that Paradise Valley, which is actually where, where Yellowstone, the is? Yellowstone is depicted as, as uh-huh. Paradise Valley. And we uh, we did fly fishing on the uh, Yellowstone River. Nice, really. We had a guide and a, and a boat that took us took us down the river, and you know, I caught one fish. Um, that was the limit of the waistband. What kind of fish you catch, man? Uh, it was a Montana whitefish. It You're was afraid about, of it? It was about six inches. Uh, it was probably 12 inches it. long. No, I wasn't afraid of it. I just wish we would have caught more. It was disappointing yeah. not to be able to catch more. Well, the um, children disappointed that you caught a fish and they didn't. Freddie caught one. Oh, good. So he, got, he actually caught the first one, like in one of the first, uh, one of his first casts. So that yeah. was pretty cool. And then I caught one a little bit later. And the thing is, I knew I didn't know how to fly. I mean, I never really fly fished before. One time yeah. we fly fished. Um, and so the guide was sort of, he was being nice, but he'd be like, ooh, you, you know, ooh, you, ooh, ooh. like I had a lot that I think if I was better or more yeah. experienced, I should have, I mean, I was getting bites, yeah. but you got to be quick, man. Those things, they know yeah. they'll spit it out. Yeah. They'll spit the fly out if they, uh, if they sense there's a hook of foot. In it get all. Get that hook of foot. Is that what it is? <laughs> Big cheap hook. Hook of foot. In it all. Did uh, Mama Milt? uh take to this or, or she not? didn't fly fish but she had a, i mean i think she had a good time we yeah. uh got to see i mean she's all about hiking so we did some hikes oh, you did that 
inside of Yellowstone. We spent three oh, wow, nights nice. inside of Yellowstone, right? Um, which is super cool. Yeah, um, not a lot to do inside the park at night. We just kind of hang out at the campground and watch all out the, for bears. Yeah. All in all, what did the children gather from this? Anything? What did they gather in terms yeah, of like? Dad took them out on the RV. Mom is what? What did the kids? Memories, get out? man. They made memories. They got a lot of stuffed animals. A lot of. I mean, you go to the gift shops where you spend a fortune on that stuff. Um, yeah. yeah, that's right. I think just yeah, it was it's super Family cool. You time. don't you know you're not on your iPads. You're not yeah, right. watching TV. That's uh, good. You're spending the day out and outside outdoors. Yeah. Saw uh, Old Faithful, the geyser. Oh, really? I saw that erupt twice, which was wow, pretty cool. Pretty good. Got to see a bunch of wildlife. Uh, didn't see any bears. I had my I bought my fifty dollar bear spray. Smash fifty dollars bear spray. Oh yeah, bear spray. So yeah, so that's what they recommend you have if you're gonna be bear spray. Bear spray. Didn't know that. What, Basically, what is it? so I thought, which I'm glad I found this out. I thought bear spray was like bug spray that you spray on yourself. Huh? No, no, no. This is like mace. So it's pepper spray. Wow. So you don't want to spray it on yourself, and you keep it in a holster. You keep it in a holster on your yeah. hip. In case a bear comes to you. Now, my fishing guide told me if you're within 30 feet of a bear where you're close enough to use it, you got no chance. So That's I think I it's kind think. of a scam, but they sell it everywhere. And yeah. it's like 50, literally $50 for a can of pepper spray. Even a blind bear <laughs> will jump your ass, man. I mean, I, I think you're just better off, you know, putting your dukes up. And, yeah. I mean, could you, a bear. I think you could punch a bear yeah. in the face. Yeah. Do you think that would work to keep them? Like one good punch. I saw it once done on the Ed Sullivan show back in the 60s. <laughs> he he punched used to bear. have bears come in. One of them was dancing bear. One was a fighting bear. And uh, some boxer took on the fighting bear. Yeah. And they actually boxed him and the bear. Of course, nobody won. Nobody lost. The claws would be an issue because they got claws. Well, yeah, they I think that's where they get you. That's where they they got to get declawed. Yeah. If you're on the Ed if Sullivan show. If you're going to box a bear. got to have a manicure if you... But I mean, size-wise, I don't know if you got a small black bear, maybe. Yeah. I mean, maybe a grizzly wouldn't really have a chance to yeah. survive that. But I think a black bear, you could hold your own. Would you be gentler <laughs> with a polar bear as opposed to a grizzly bear because they are of the north and they're almost extinct? I mean, I feel like they're less aggressive. It seems yeah. to me that grizzlies are. I mean, they're coming. They're going to come at you. But luckily, we didn't see any bears. We saw a bunch of bison, buffalo, bison. I don't know what you call them. Bison. Bison, same thing. American buffalo. Yes. And they were everywhere in Yellowstone, on the roads, like, on the side. I mean, it was crazy. People were getting out of their cars and, like, taking photos 10 feet from them. And everywhere you see, everywhere you go, there's signs, do not get out of your car, do not approach them. And the guy got gored to death, like, a month before we went. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we didn't get out of the car. But they were literally, like, right up next to the road, blocking traffic. Like, hundreds. I mean, we saw hundreds of buffalo. We saw some elk. Um... We didn't see any um, bighorn sheep until literally we're driving out of the park and on the road we get to see the bighorn sheep. So I was pretty excited about that. Buffalo, speaking of, can you believe how good the Buffalo Bills are this year, man? Smash, um, I hate to break this to you, but we're not talking NFL on this. On this. <laughs> Trying to transition. Uh, it's kind of an insight. I'm not doing fantasy football anymore. You're I, not? I see, I'm with you. The Bills, I, I did see – their game yeah. uh, against, who did they play last night? Was it Monday night? Monday night. Who did they play? Minnesota. Minnesota. They just destroyed Minnesota. Yeah. And Josh Allen is, in my opinion, the best quarterback in, in the really NFL. Something. Although, Mahomes kicked ass. Mahomes is still Mahomes. Yeah, right. I mean, I think it's going to be the Bills and the Chiefs on yeah. the AFC side. And yeah. it seems like Tom Brady 
the Buccaneers still, you know. Can I ask you a question? Maybe. Would you ever consider getting a a facelift like Tom Brady? Is that what he did? What's going on there? You know nothing about cosmetics and stuff? Is that what's going on? He looks like he's got like the heroin cheek going. Exactly right, man. Is that right? He's a model now. He really had work done or was that fake? I'm looking at you right now. Yeah? Are you telling me you can't tell that that's work? I'm saying I agree with you. your forehead don't move. There's something. You got wrinkles in your forehead. I got wrinkles in my forehead. All right? That's natural. I've considered the Botox for the. Fo- I have this oh, crease. No. You see this crease? I don't know, I'm looking at it. It's terrible. You can call it a, a, I fur- mean, a furrow, but you can call it a crease. A furrowed brow is that what you yeah, call right, it? Yeah, I, I've thought about doing something about it, but um, I also think that you would, it would, you would, you would, people would know that I got Botox. Well, you're younger than Brady. You don't need that yet. Right. He's 45 years old. I know. Isn't that uh, crazy? What are you, 36 or something? Right. 37. Just turned 30. You got me a nice birthday card. Thank you for that. You gave me a singing birthday card. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, that that's was right. a nice that's touch. Right. That's right. That's right. Hey, so, but Brady, why? Why would you think that he did? Why does do, he need to do that? Well, for example. Well, maybe because he's about to be on the market now that uh, the rumor is they're separated or potentially headed for a divorce. Oh, maybe he thinks, hey, I got to step up my game. You don't need to do that. I don't Money makes does. you pretty, man. I don't think he does either. Money makes you but pretty. But you never know. I mean, that may be part of his calculus. Yeah. Anyway, it's almost a shame, in my opinion, see Brady get what looks to be a face job because first time I saw him with this, I thought, oh, I understand the TB12 method and everything, even read the book. But, but to see the way his face is sculpted, it's not a face that's in a transition of losing weight in your face. You know, it's you, a sculpt. You know what it reminded me? It's, it reminds me of uh, Derek Zoolander. From Zoolander. Oh, that's kind of what he looked like when I saw this clip of him uh, doing, a, doing a press conference. Funny like, analogy. That's Derek, that's Derek yeah. Zoolander right there. Yeah. All right, yeah. you're listening to the Mark Milton Show with the Smash, broadcasting from the Miller Furniture Studios, presented by stltaxler.com. We're going to thank our sponsors, not only Miller Furniture, but also Rosalita's Cantina. Yes, sir. I'll tell you what we took on the RV on our trip, the Rosalita's chips oh, and really? dips nice. from Deerberg's. Nice. You know, they got the yeah. new... They right got the display right when you come in. Yep. Amazing. Their yeah. chips, outstanding. That uh, jalapeno uh, ranchero sauce yeah. that they sell, they sell it at Deerberg's. Right by the Starbucks. The queso, huh? yeah. the salsa. If you're at Deerberg's, be sure to check out the Rosalita stand or go oh, check yeah. out Rosalita's Cantina on Washington Avenue or out west here in DePere where we go. Yep. I mean, we go, we had lunch, uh, we had a little team lunch to celebrate five years. Of in my illness. Yes. STLTaxLawyer.com. Five yeah. years, smash, mid September. Been five years we've been for the office, yeah. It's for the firm, fantastic. Yeah, man. I didn't get a card. Congratulations, I didn't get a card from you. I didn't know that you were in I operation. Got a, that I, got a, I got a birthday card five years ago, yeah. And now we're gearing up for 80 billion dollars for the IRS to go after uh troubled taxpayers. So if you got IRS problems, you might want to start thinking about taking care of it because they're gonna have 80 billion, uh, half of which is going towards enforcement, 87,000 new employees at the IRS. So if you got IRS problems, now's the time to act, smash. Now is the time to act. Now, does that also include going after the fat cats? Uh, this guy, you you worked at Department of Justice <clears throat> Tax Division. Yeah. All right. Do they go after the fat cats, or is it the poor, helpless individuals on the local level that can't do nothing about it? They go after everybody. I mean, there's this myth that they, you know, 
audit poor people more than you know wealthy. I but believe they do. They so what they do is they have certain programs. So for yeah. instance, the earned income tax credit is a tax credit, a very lucrative uh, tax credit that a lot of low income people qualify for. It's also uh-huh. very widely abused, uh-huh. and so the IRS does tend to audit returns where you know there's a claim for the earned income tax credit, but most yeah. of the time it has to do with cases where somebody's claiming self employment income, which it sounds counterintuitive, but sometimes people will claim self-employment income in order to garner eligibility for this credit, even though they may not have worked or, you know, yeah. maybe, you know, they were, you know, supported by other family members. They'll claim false dependents. So those kinds of returns are more susceptible to audit. But I will say uh, what I have seen in the last couple of years is a concerted effort to go after the higher earner, you know, higher net worth earners, um, people that are promoting tax shelters, tax schemes, whatever you want to call it. Um, so I do think more, more more resources will be used to go after higher earners, uh, non-filers. That's a big issue. People that just don't file their tax returns um, because maybe their income's you know not being reported to the IRS, yeah. uh, whatever the case may be. But either way, if you got IRS problems, be sure to check us out at stltaxlawyer.com. Serious business because of what Mark just said, I didn't understand none of it, but I acted like I did. He was nothing. But I know. I can give it to you, and you will straighten everything out because you understand. you got to know how to speak the language, and he knows how to speak the language of this tax stuff. God bless, man. All right, I wanted to switch topics here. As a former Fox 2 personality, I thought you might be of particular interest in this story. Uh, Vic Faust, who's a local... I mean, he's the... the, He was... He just got fired before we came in here. I saw Fox 2. Smash. Got fired. Fox too. You could be the new anchor. Oh, that'd be you good. You could replace Vic. Wouldn't that be something? You and Honest Mandy. Truth. Yeah, I would be so much better than any of those guys. I, I <laughs> Let's those make guys. it happen. Oh. And you know uh, who's the gal? You, I see you on Marge Facebook. Ellis, or- yeah, you guys are pretty. Maybe more yeah. than friends. Smash. Some of the posts I see. We are news people. <laughs> Excuse me. Excuse me. We are news. You and people. Margie, is that her name? Ellisor. Yeah. I see some back and forth on Facebook. News. Smash. People. You could be your co-anchor. All right, I'm going to play this clip. So apparently he got caught in a hot mic situation. What's his name? This week. Vic Faust. Yeah, he does uh, the 5 and 10. Or I'm going to see if I can make this work here. Here we All go. Right. Here we go. <laughs> oh. All right, can I stop you real quick? When I have your back, you're a fat I don't care if you're here or not. Be like that, guys. Come on, man. Serious? This is him berating his co-host. Yeah. Now, smash. I'd like to think we would never get to that point, but have you had moments where you've won? You've won? All right, I'm going to keep playing. <laughs> well, Smash is a coffee fit. I'm going to play the rest of it. He, I mean, he's calling her every name in the book. Here we go. I let it go yesterday. But you it's called me right. stupid for the because second who time. who brought up the stupid subject? You it wasn't a called, stupid you subject. You were making fun of me because I was dealing with the computer. Chris was, too. It wasn't just me. No, no Chris was. Yes, he said, oh, he my God, it's going to be here anything. in three weeks. He didn't say anything on air. Yes, he did. Go back and you listen. He was history. laughing when you I did it. You have a history of attacking me on air. And Chris no, I don't. Smash, you have you do a the same history of attacking me on air. Are you kidding? You've attacked me on air. Don't come back. I'm also fat. You're not my boss. You're not my boss. Okay, good for you. Fat, self-righteous. That's every day that you come in this studio, I will call you what you are. Okay. Somebody told her to stop. I told Chris five times about. And by the way, I reported your nasty five times to Chris. 
about what you do on this radio. You attack what me What have constantly. I done five different times? You've attacked me four or five times. And Chris I've said, never yes. attacked you. You've yelled at me twice, and this the is the second time in break now. The problem is, is that you think that whatever you do is right. No, I don't. You can hear the music I, playing. I, I There's like, totally they're in a break. Background. You're literally you explaining no yourself. reason to bring up it to attack me on air yesterday, and you did. I did not attack you. Grow the it, up. <laughs> Grow the up. I mean... Obviously, there's some history. There's some history there, Smash. Oh yeah, it looks like. Um, it. I don't think you were at Fox Two when uh, when Vic was there, and I don't want to. No. I don't want to kick a guy while he's down um, for being fired and you know humiliated. But uh, have you ever had an incident like that uh, with a hot mic off air? Where? Hold on. Or perhaps an altercation, <laughs> altercation with another uh, uh, prima donna. Perhaps? Here's his problem. I don't know the guy. I ain't criticizing the guy. I understand the language. But one thing. <laughs> hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. What do you mean you understand the language? That's the language of the media behind the scenes. That's how they talk? Oh, yeah. I mean, those are some pretty nasty. Uh, nasty it's the, it's the vernacular. It's not nasty. It's the vernacular in their opinion. All right. Now, when you laying it down on some poor, helpless co-anchor girl who really is not a primary part of the show because show is your show then you are really hammered to anvil right there is, is what it is here's what the problem is and i ain't saying this in the wrong way <laughs> the guy's a dumbass all yeah. right and i'll tell you why he's a dumbass because if you're in the media one thing you know the mic is always on the mic is always on even if you're in commercials even if the music's playing somebody's taping you somewhere my question is, who turned that tape in and ratted this guy out? Because that should have been closed conversation. Yeah, but when, that, when it gets to that level, I feel like you almost have. I mean, she you almost have to because right? you're getting into HR. I mean, like the way he yeah, was exactly talking to right. her was so over the top. Yeah, you uh, can't be ignored. And there were witnesses because this other guy, I guess maybe this Chris guy is like a producer. He's in. You can hear him in there yeah. trying to get him to calm down. Oh, Chris Blevins, I believe he's uh, one of the owners of the station and or the program director. And you can hear him saying, come on, Vic, saying, hey, Vic, cut it Vic out. calm down. Like, he should have said, hey, I mean, cut it out. Your mic's, mics on. are on. Right. And all you have to do, that silences everybody. Now, you may still berate the girl but not use foul language. Use a different kind of language. So the guy's a dumbass for not understanding, especially if you're going to be in a business as long as I guess he's been in the business, uh, that the mics are always on. The mics are always on. Now, I've had episodes. You have? Oh, I yeah. want to hear about it. The weakest of them all. You're kind though. of a prima donna, would you say? No, Prior to coming to the no, Mark Milton show, where you've just been you've just been beaten into submission <laughs> <laughs> by rejected. You know, uh, I reject all of your creative yes, content. I know. Um, I even made you get out of my chair earlier. Yeah. Um, and so you've learned to kind of take it. Yeah. But there, when you were, you know, the man back in your KC days, yeah. I could see a oh, smash sure. like, because I've seen it in your eye where you might jump across the table at me as you're looking at me right now. In many instances, I, I feel I'm still the man and I control myself <laughs> so that I don't seem like the man because I know what's going on. Anyway. When I first moved from, in, in Indianapolis, it was a nice, this was the 70s, quiet American type of town. I get a job in Washington, D.C. 
Stern in the morning, Howard Stern smash in the afternoon. All right. So I get in there and I'm listening to Howard Stern for the first time I ever heard him. And he's like saying ass on the radio and in a very sophisticated way, cussing and carrying on and berating management and everything. And I thought to myself, oh, it's going to be a wonderful place to work. So I get in there and one of the first things that happens to me, and I was just joking. So it's Thanksgiving. <laughs> and I'm doing a Thanksgiving show uh, the night before Thanksgiving on DC 101. And I said, uh, you know, I don't even know if I should say, say it now it. because say it's, it. it's more woke now than it ever was back then. <laughs> well, uh, you, yeah. Right? Use an, use an abbreviation. Okay. I, and this is, not, is a, a semi-quote, paraphrasing. I just want to say thank you to the pilgrims because if it wasn't for them coming to America, we'd all be talking like Tonto. That's what I said, right? So I get back Monday after Thanksgiving, and there's humongous picket signs <laughs> and picket lines around the radio station. Smash the smash. Smash is uh, uh, racist and all this kind of stuff. I was just throwing a joke out there. I didn't know that listening was the the Council of Native Americans. And uh, I got suspended from the radio for about a week. And it was insensitive, but not it like. It wasn't insensitive. It was just humor. <laughs> it was humor. Just in the wrong place. Yeah. All right? You'd done that on the nightclub sh- stage, or if you'd done that on Saturday Night Live. They'd have heralded you as a comedic genius. Instead, I'm just some a-hole that's uh, expounding uh, some. Uh, anyway, that's what uh, that was the first thing. You know, Tonto is the name of the buffalo uh, that's depicted on the uh, National Park Service logo. They oh, no, Tonto. Yeah, that's Tonto. Yeah. Carry on. This is great. Carry on. Yeah. So I, I got uh, I'm thrown out for for a week, and everybody simmered down. And, and what did Howard think of the uh, protest? Well, he give you some words of encouragement? Or? <laughs> he was gone by then because he, he had uh, gotten fired and he wound up uh, moving to New York, and he was gone by then. Did you ever interact with him? Or I know you oh, filled yeah, in. I got my job through him, man. Really? Yeah. How, how so? Uh, prior to my arrival in D.C. for two years, I was the announcer. You're listening to the Howard Stern show, Nation's Capital, We no Rock kidding. America, and all that kind of stuff, yeah. And I was his announcer for two years. They come to me and say, we're looking for an afternoon guy. We're looking for somebody stern in the morning, somebody in the afternoon. Would you consider? Okay. Would you come in and audition? Okay. I thought I was going to audition in the afternoon. They put me in there with Stern. And Robin sat off to the side. Robin's is a yeah. girl, Robin. And um, so I was with Stern. I was Robin for two days. And after the second day, you get called in the general manager's office. We'd like to offer you a job. You know why? I said, no. Uh, you did not try to steal the light from Howard. I said, well, you, uh, you got to know how to be a, a good second banana if you're going to be a top banana. I said, look at Ed McMahon. Blatant example. Everybody knows who Ed is because Johnny, he knows how to play. He's a Johnny. So anyway, that's how I got the job as Howard Stern uh, auditioned me. And... Uh, Worked out good. I was his announcer, uh, continuing, and it went on. Except by the time I got there, six months later, 
It was called, uh, took me six months to negotiate the contract. Uh, six months later. So you were living in Indianapolis at the time? Yeah. Doing the announcing for his show? Yeah. That's wild. I was sending tapes. Wow. Back then, actual tapes. <laughs> and uh, and he accepted those intros. He enjoyed those, unlike yeah. the criticism I've given yeah. you for your... Yeah. When he did his movie, Private Parts, Yeah. his producers called me and said, do you have any tapes of those days? I said, yeah. So I sent him the tapes thinking, oh, boy. Royalty. They're going to use Mailbox me. money. Yeah, they're going to use me in the movie, The Voice, at least. And uh, they didn't. They just kind of, <laughs> you know, said what I said, only a different announcer. And that's all right. No big deal. And he talks about me uh, once or twice a year. That's uh, awesome. Uh, every day. Uh, every day. I mean, every time. Says something positive all the time because I never had any, any problem with him. Uh, but who did you have a problem with? That's what I want. I never to had. Well, who would with. you want to? Who would you like to do a Vic Faust to? Other than uh, me. Other than uh, other than uh, me. Uh, <laughs> other than me. I tell you what. They used to pay me so much money, I just kept my mouth shut, because I knew if I didn't keep my mouth shut, the money goes away, and I had a wife and family to feed. And that's but that's what what's crazy about this. I mean, he just blew. I know. Like I don't know what you make at Fox Two is six it, figures, at least six figures. Yeah, I mean probably high, you know, mid, you know, low. I just kept my mouth shut, and eventually I also learned that the mics are always on, and so you just keep your mouth shut. You got a problem with somebody, you want to argue, go ahead and argue, because uh, you can fight your side, their side. But when you start, and especially in today's culture, if you're berating a woman like that, whether you're right. Or whether you're wrong, if you're berating a woman like that, except for Johnny Depp, when you're berating a woman like that, then you got nothing but. Well, and that in that example, way. there's just like no excuse for that level of not really outrage. I mean, not really, because she made fun of him on the air. That's what it sounded like. Maybe so, and maybe but it was just bit boiled that's over. Part of the show. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I thought maybe there'd be more to the story. Like it was just a way to get some attention to their show, but. Clearly not. I mean, he's been he's been no, fired from. So. No, I used to work at that station, Fox Two, the Viper. Oh, the Viper, a radio station. Yeah, I never heard of the Viper. Uh, that's a like a heavy, heavy rock type radio station. Really, really great for that kind of music. Yeah, uh, I was on there doing mornings by myself, and six weeks in, I go to Chris, the guy who they're talking about there, uh, and I said, "Listen, man, I don't think this is for me." So I quit after six weeks. And where'd you go? Home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had no place to go after that. But now one door closes for Vic and one door opens for Smash. I tell you what, they'd be the, smart to have to me bring you back as the as the new anchor man over there. Tell you why. Because I deliver the news like nobody else does. All right. Have you ever delivered the news? Every day. Oh, like on the radio. But I'm yeah. saying you've never been on. You were on TV. You would do the smash around town. Smash around town. But right. that wasn't like sitting behind a teleprompter. And Today, the President Biden was in Uzbekistan. Uh, that would be hilarious. <laughs> in a T-shirt, smash uh, gives the uh, world update. Maybe I, they'd pipe into the CBS national news. For I, I loved, used to jack around with Dick Ford on those things, man. He was a legend. Yeah. R.I.P. He passed he, away. He used yeah. to. Uh, Julius Hunter, one of the greats. I love Julius Hunter. Larry man. Connors. Yeah, yeah, Larry's a good fella. All those guys, man. Try to have a good rapport with these people because you never know when you're going to leave this spot, go to that spot. So when you get to that spot, you don't want animosity hey. waiting for you. Right. No, you know? I've, I've, you'd never want to burn 
burn yeah. bridges. So uh, this guy, I don't know him or nothing, but just uh, from a media standpoint, that was a dumbass thing for him. I've met him a few do. times. He seems like a nice guy. I mean, it seems really straight laced, buttoned up. Yeah. That's what surprised me about it. It's yeah. just very based on the guy I've thing met. To do, man. Uh, very out of character. Yeah, just sort of unhinged. So hopefully, and yet at the same time, one would argue if what he just did, what we played, is out of character. In reality, is it not him as the anchor man that is out of character? Never meet your heroes. <laughs> <laughs> I do think, I think that, yeah, I mean, I do think there's a facade or a, a, you know, most people in show business act a certain way when they're in their element and probably are not what you want them to be. I've experienced that when I met people, you know, celebrities or no, actually you were the exception. You were the exception. I pity the guy because it's going to be hard for him to find work immediately. Yeah. It may eventually, it may. But at the same time, uh, he lost a lot of work. And I go along with my buddy JC, who posted, bring back Kevin Steincross. Because Kevin Steincross, you remember, when he did that uh, Martin Luther King thing? And he went, Martin Luther. Oh, I know. That was hard to watch. Let me tell you what, man. That guy got (laughs) screwed on that deal like nobody's business. Bring back Kevin Steincross. Ah, man. that That was brutal. Um, this guy screwed himself. Yeah. Kevin did what, what we in a business call, he stepped on his tongue. Right. All right. Which made him say, instead of king, right. another K word. Right. And, and that was the early days of the woke. And the crazy part about it is that Kevin is one of the most liberal dudes there is. Right. And the woke is what burned him because he went to, to the Martin Luther King, uh, King thing. So, in my opinion, he got screwed. This company didn't even back him when the NAACP came around and started saying, we want him off the air and everything. Yeah. Well, wait a minute. He stepped on his tongue. This guy's done all kinds of stuff in the community. Yeah. He stepped on his tongue. That's all it was. Well, so I also think there are other times where somebody who does something like what this guy did, Vic, yeah. or, you know, Jamie Allman a couple of years ago, yeah, you know, right. he got he got canceled. For, yeah. It's like you don't know sort of what went on before that and whether management's just looking for a reason to get rid of somebody. Right. So they're just kind of lying in wait That's right. to kind of pounce on an opportunity to get yeah. rid of you. Because I do yeah. think that happens too where people, they kind of become too big for management and they need, you know, they need a really good reason to be able to get rid of them. That's why I maintain my demure profile <laughs> here. <laughs> On Mark Milton. On the Mark Milton show. With the smash. You've been amazing. This is uh we're going over two years. Uh Fantastic. isn't that crazy? Yeah. Like I said, it's nice to have a record. Yeah. Of you know, we started this in May of uh oh, uh oh, <laughs> coughing, coughing. Uh May of COVID. I mean, we were we were uh I mean that we've been talking right. about it and that we right. decided we're gonna go forward and yeah. You know, it was a nice outlet, I think, for both of us. Funny, two years later, I come back in the last days of COVID. Right. Full circle. Circle of life. Circle of COVID. Circle Circle of of life. life. All right, we're going to cut it. You got anything else? You got anything else? No, I enjoyed the show. Yeah, we're going to be back weekly, Smash. That's the plan here on the Mark Milton Show with the Smash. Thank you to our sponsors, Miller Furniture, broadcasting here from the Miller Furniture Studios. Check them out. You can shop online anytime at millerfurniture.com. It's M-U-E-L-L-E-R furniture. 
Bluegrassbeer.com. Again, showrooms in Belleville, Lake St. Louis, and Ellisville. If you're in the St. Louis area, they've got a convenient location for you at any of those spots. Check out their end-of-summer sales still going on. You might be able to pick up some good deals. Um, and, again, you can shop online anytime at millerfurniture.com. Thank you also to Rosalita's Cantina for all they do for us, for the show, for their delicious uh, Mexican food uh, that they provide not only in the restaurant but also in your grocery store at the Deerberg's locations yep. around town. This is the Mark Milton Show with the Smash. You can download our podcast anytime at Apple iTunes or anywhere that you podcast. We appreciate you listening to us. We are out.